What's going on, guys? Mad Lab here. This is brought to you by the Mayo Media Network. I am still in New Jersey, probably for one more week. So I do not have my partner in crime with me. I do not have the fancy backdrop. Uh, we are sitting in the New Jersey office doing this. But the show goes on, and hopefully I'll be back in Orange County next week. Um, so basically, we have a flip in the script here with the main event. We have a new main event now. It's Waterson Rodriguez. Not really an event that we are super, super thrilled about, um, but last week's card was very fun, so this kind of can level things out. We did very good last week. We hit every bet. Um, unfortunately, we did not get the main event. We picked Reyes, and it went the other way, but we did not make a bet on that. We told you guys not to make a, make a bet on that, uh, so hopefully you did listen. Uh, everything else went great according to plan. We cashed everything, and uh, here we are, off to the races, trying to have another successful card. Um, so, in this fight, it's very interesting because this is another um, fight where you look at both of these girls and you wonder why the price as far as DraftKings is so just lopsided. On one side, you got Michelle Waterson, who's for everybody. Um, you know, and the thing with her, the thing that always been kind of her Achilles heels, and she's a natural atom weight. You know, so she's kind of always coming up and, and, and fighting these bigger girls. She's always kind of undersized. Also, like Tisha Torres, the same thing. Tisha Torres is always kind of struggling to, you know, have that size match. And the one thing that Michelle Waterson, which she does that I don't like, uh, is she has this hand and arm throw that is very 50-50. It's a very high-risk, high-reward move as it is. But somebody her size, who kind of always is the smaller fighter, uh, what happens with these throws, if you get it, great. You land yourself in a very good position. But if you don't get it, on the way down, the, the, the weight distribution can shift, and you can end up on your back. Now, Michelle Waterson does have very good hips, very slippery on the ground, um, but you don't want to be on – it's never an advantageous position if somebody has control of you on the ground. And that's something that Michelle Waterson always does in all of her fights. It's one of her favorite moves. She'll strike to get in close. She'll get the head and arm throw, and on the way down, you'll see she's either going to land it and land on top of you in a good advantageous position – or you'll see the weight distribution turn and she'll end up on her back. It's a very high risk reward move. She does have confidence in it. It's kind of 50-50 when she hits it. But when she's, you know, fighting bigger girls, stronger girls, it's a very dangerous move. Um, you know, very good black belt karate, fought at the who's who in the division. You know, she's won, she's lost. But one thing about Michelle Waterson, she's very, very tough. I know we call her the karate hottie. Um, you know, when, you know, you look at her a certain way, she's very comedic online, but she's a very, very tough, she's very game, she does come to fight. Uh, when you look at her price tag now, at 7000 you know, with this, you wonder, like, why is she being so disrespected here in a sense? You know, I consider this a little bit of a disrespect. Uh, when you look at Rodriguez, her, her claim to fame fight is against Amanda Hebus, somebody who also is highly unproven. You know what I mean? Um, very good, but still unproven. She hasn't fought that, that, that murderer's row yet to really label and see where she is. Um, so, you know, obviously her knockout, um, um, you know, uh, Amanda Rebus propelled her into where she is now, where she's sitting at 9,200. Does she deserve that price tag predicated off of her win against Amanda Hebus? I personally don't think so. I think this fight should be a lot closer. So now what does, you know, uh, Waterson have to do in this fight? She's very, very good um, you know, with her stand-up, she's constantly moving, okay? This is what she does. This is how she, she scores. She's a karate-based fighter. She's a points fighter, but she's always small. She plays cat and mouse. She's always jumping around. She throws a lot of front kicks, a lot of kicks. And basically what this does is your arms are, I mean, your legs are obviously longer than your arms. So this is also a way for her to make up for that disadvantage of reach that she usually does have. She's given up about three and a half inches uh, here to uh, Rodriguez. So 
you know, she'll use that to keep you at bay, keep you at bay. Then she'll kind of lunge forward with her strikes, very calculated, very good strikes, very accurate. And then she'll work her way into that head and arm throw if, she, if it's there. She'll, she'll, she attempts it at least once a fight. It's, it's always going to be had. Um, and then, obviously, she's got the slick grappling. You know, so she, she's a very well-rounded fighter. Uh, but sometimes she can, she can fight a little bit bigger than she is. And if that makes sense, it's almost like not a Napoleon complex, but sometimes she will try to fight bigger than she actually is. And that's something I personally don't like. I like the Michelle Waterson that sits outside. She moves laterally. She goes back and forth. She uses her hands, uses her kicks, gets back out, rolls one way, rolls the other way. That's the Michelle Waterson that I like, and that's the Michelle Waterson that's usually effective. The Michelle Waterson that kind of charges in and kind of just goes to the head and arm throw and tries to bully you a little bit, that's the Napoleon complex kind of Michelle Waterson that I don't like, and that's the one you got to be careful of. That's the one you can't have against Rodriguez. Rodriguez is going to be three and a half inches longer. She's got about three inches of height. She fights very rangy. She knows how to fight long, you know, um, but she's highly unproven. I mean, she really is. I mean, she's a good fighter. She's got good stand-up, um, but she's going to be the bigger girl in there. She's going to be the stronger girl in there. And I think the thing that I noticed with uh, Waterson is she will come out hot. She will come out the first couple rounds hot, but once you start laying a bead on her, you can literally lay a bead on her. You'll just see the same patterns working on Michelle Waterson. The same patterns. If you're throwing a one-two, one-two, and her head snapping back on the second one, she'll come in again, and you could snap it back again. She kind of just follows your your lead at at certain times when she starts getting picked apart. When she's not getting picked apart, like I said, she's moving laterally. But once she starts coming forward and moving in and out, that's when you can really start laying a beat on her. And as the fight goes on, I think she's just going to be wearing it a little bit more. I think she's going to go for a couple throws. I think she might even go for some a desperation takedown or two. And she's going to see that Rodriguez is a little bit too strong, a little bit too long, a little bit too tough for her to be able to just ragdoll her around like that. If she pins her against a cage, I can see Rodriguez getting her under hooks, pummeling her way in front of the hooks, maybe turning, pushing off, working her knees, working her great clinch game that she does have. Michelle Waterson obviously is going to be the smaller woman in there, so for her to get into the clinch with her, it's going to be a little bit easier. It's going to meet her knees a lot easier. Um, so I just think as the fight, I think in the beginning it's going to be very competitive. I think that Rodriguez is going to have trouble in the beginning, really laying a bead on her following her a lot you know it's not going to be more along the lines of trapping her she's going to be following her there's a big difference between trapping and following she's going to be following her around because waterson's going to make her follow as the fight starts progressing i think you're going to see her start trapping her a little bit and she's going to start really starting laying that beach she's going to start you know piecing her up if michelle waterson can't get this to the ground i think it's going to be an issue and it's going to be tough for her to get it to the ground uh, but a very good fight. Never count her out. Um, I still don't like the price tag at 9200 but I am picking Rodriguez to win this fight. Um, and like I said, it, it, the price tag is really predicated on can she stay upright, can she stay on her feet, and can she find that beat early? Because if she does find that beat early and she does find her momentum, this is five rounds, I have a feeling that Rodriguez does have an inside shot to finish the fight. Um, or some kind of a, maybe a referee stoppage. If she could really start, you know, landing those elbows, landing those knees, you know, getting her in the clinch. That, you don't have to knock a person out to win the fight by knockout. The referee can stop in because of damage. I mean, obviously you guys know that. You know, so Rodriguez fights like that. If Rodriguez has you hurt, Rodriguez has you on the ropes, she'll start working her clinch, she'll start working her elbows, she'll start tying things together where the referee will say, like, listen, Michelle, fight back, or the, and then he will call it. So I think there is a shot that she kind of late starts laying a beat on her uh, late and Ken. Michelle Waterson, on the other hand, if she wins this fight, I think it's going to be by points. I think she's going to... 
Just keep it moving. If she has success on the feet early and she's moving around and she's moving laterally and she's front kicking and side kicking and piecing her up little by little, even though she doesn't have to hit her hard, as long as she's touching her, as long as she's touching her and she's moving and she's being a more effective striker, if she could do that for five rounds, land a takedown or two, land that crazy head and arm throw, get some position on her, and just show the judges that I'm the more active fighter, I'm tying things together better, I think Michelle Waterson can absolutely win this fight. So this is a very, very good position for both women. Um, I am not psyched about the main event. I was not ever expecting this to be the main event. I mean, I mean, you could put Gillespie and Ferreira as the main event in this fight uh, on this card. There's a couple fights I would put on before this. But all in all, this is a good fight. Like, this is a good—it should be a fun fight. Any fight that Michelle Waterson is, is in, obviously, honestly, is fun. But when you look at Rodriguez, it's just how much confidence you really have with her at 9,200. Like, I have confidence in her as a striker, but we don't know how well-rounded she is. We haven't seen her really in the depths, you know, with certain things. And that fight against Amanda Hebas, that's a great feather in a cap, don't get me wrong, but how good is Amanda Hebas? We don't know that yet. We'll find out a lot about Amanda Hebas in this, on this card, but we really don't know. You can't really lay 9,200 on somebody that kind of over one performance when Michelle Waterson has a track record, whether it's winning or losing, she's fought these high caliber people, but I still do think Rodriguez wins. Um, but I'm going to taper it back a little bit with her. I'm going to probably keep this hedge weight even. Now, my hedge weight with this stuff is usually, I tell my, my, um, my um, subscribers, on a 10 hedge weight system, so it's 10%, 20%, 30%, I'll, I, I'm going to keep this even, and it's price predicated because it's not always about who you think is going to win. It's about value. So if you believe that, you know, Rodriguez is going to win, you're going to lay some, some chalk on her. You're going to lay some of your lineups on her. But if the value is just too hard to pass up on Waterson or another opposition, you're going to bring that hedge weight up a little bit to make it a little bit more even because you're playing with value at this point. The value on Rodriguez is a little scary, so you're going to bring it down a little bit. The value on Waterson, even though you're not picking her, is, is a little more intriguing and tasty. You're going to bring it up a little bit. So I'm keeping his deadlock even uh, at 3-4 uh, to four to 3-4. to four. Uh, at a 10 lineup. So, which I'm telling you guys is it's okay to not have this fight in some of your lineups if you don't want to. So, usually, if you're going to hedge it halfway, you'd say 50 50. I'd say it's okay to keep this one off of a couple of your lineups. Uh, but it's one that I definitely would keep kind of even. It's a very even fight. Um, both of these girls have their paths to win. Uh, I'm just leaning on Rodriguez a little bit, a little bit more. Hope you enjoy it, guys. I'll talk to you soon.